from the city market, it is Two Douchebags and Microphone Podcast. This is a voice guy from your favorite podcast, Two Douchebags and a Microphone. People often ask us how they can find us when doing a remote broadcast. One, smell. Go to the city market and start sniffing. Our aroma has been described as a mixture of flea powder for goats, Tabasco sauce, and old sock with dark fuzzy urine. Two, look for the spot absent of patrons. Three, the most telling sign is a crowd of patrons vomiting uncontrollably. Four, just call us at 816-512-7717. Two douchebags and a microphone. The number one show for people that lie about their favorite podcast. All right. Hi, everybody. This is Two Douchebags and a Microphone. Uh, Sans uh, Topher. Topher uh, got kidnapped by the the uh, Contemporary Mid-America Kale-Eating Association Society. And uh, they, are, they are keeping him in a dungeon and making him watch kale movies, and we have to find him. I mean, this is, a, this is very serious. Uh, it's, uh, it's horrible what Topher's going through. They stole him, and we want him back. It's hashtag, where's Topher? That's what we're doing. And uh, anybody, we need your prayers. We need Topher back. We need him away from the kale evil evildoers. So, anyhow, so we have Rad Rob instead. Hi, Rad Rob. Hey, Mark. How are you? Oh, I'm doing fantastic, except for Topher being kidnapped by the the kale people. I know that's bad news. Yeah, it bad is. News. I mean, I hope they don't transfer him. You think like he'll come back and he'll start like getting mad at us when we make fun of kale? If you need me for the manhunt, just let me know. You know what? Yeah, we're gonna go. We're gonna go find some of these kale people, and that's yeah. it, man. We're gonna fucking take care of it, man. We want our Topher back. Yeah, we we gotta do something. It's time. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag where's Topher? We gotta get our awareness out. Yes, we do. So, hey, um, I got a neat little story here I found on the internet yesterday, uh, Rob. Yeah. You know, a man shot another man, his roommate, for eating the last hot pocket. Really? Oh yeah, isn't that great? I love it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I I didn't see the picture, but I would guess. Look, I'm white. Robbie's white. Uh, white trash, wouldn't you say? Oh, definitely. White trash yeah, shoots right. each other over a hot pocket. We, oh, I, I'm I'm surprised it didn't say Lake, Lake of the Ozarks. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you know what? Yeah, it it is fun down there though. The mullets down there are fucking inspiring. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just, you got a little bit of everybody down here. Oh, I know. The culture is just... I've seen, I saw a zebra-striped mullet down there, a guy in a fucking Speedo. Um, <laughs> uh, um, the first time i ever seen anyone eating out of a trash can was Noel, Missouri. I know that's not Lake of the Ozarks, it's Southern Missouri. But, you yeah. know, up here there's people, you know, lying about being homeless to get money, right? Right, right. Well, well they, they do that down here, too. Oh, okay. Well, um, yeah. this this guy, he looked around. He didn't see me over there parked. And he walked, he looked around, jumped in the dumpster, grabbed a thing of chicken that was half eaten, and started eating it. And then he saw me, and he grabbed the last, uh, like, little drumstick and ran off in the woods. And I was like, fuck, that guy really is homeless. That guy really is hungry. I mean, I wished he would have asked me for some food and money. I had food and money I would have gave him. I mean, I felt so bad for him. You know, the guy just, he had nothing you could tell. So, yeah, um, yeah. so uh, uh, anyhow, that that was very interesting. And, uh, and also, have you got to the podcast about Testicle Fest yet? Yes, I did. Yeah, I we did. need to go to that. We need to meet up in Testicle Fest in Bentonville, Arkansas. Home of Walmart, by the way. It is. Actually, I used to work on that Aldi's. Oh, really? You lived down there? Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, I was actually living in St. Joe, and my buddy lived down in Raymore. Mm-hmm. And he got a contract through Aldi's for, oh, it was over three years. We, Me and him went around to 42 different stores and did maintenance. Oh, and okay. And facelifts and the new bagging counters and 
the new sign molding hanging on the walls and hanging off the ceiling. And a friend of mine does that. He does them for Starbucks and uh, um, let's see where else. Um, uh, Whole Foods and um, a couple other places. He's always busy and he makes a ton of money doing it. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. We we were doing that during nine eleven. I actually oh, wow. drove by the airport that day. Oh wow! I was coming down from St. Joe, and we were meeting up on. Uh, once they on row, it was up in on the north end. Oh, okay. And I had I, I had to drive right. I came right down four thirty five past the airport. Oh, uh, was it like a ghost town? Twenty nine. Oh no! Then I I watched all the planes up in the sky circling because they weren't allowing them to land. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. That was yeah, like still in the morning, wasn't it? Yeah. I I, I right before I walked out the door. I I was watching, I believe it was Good Morning America, and as I was, I went to the kitchen, grabbed my lunchbox, and I said goodbye to the wife as I'm passing the TV, and that's when it all started happening. Wow. And I just stopped. I just stopped in my tracks. I was at work, and a guy told me, my uh, one of my best friends, Dave, he comes up to me, and he goes, hey, he goes, uh, a plane when no one knew anything by that time he said a plane hit a uh, a skyscraper in New York and uh, anyhow the building's yeah. on fire and there's people jumping out on fire and shit it's crazy and then I ran up to the safety room which was upstairs where I was working and just yeah. as I get there they they're showing the first plane all of a sudden they clipped to a live feed and it showed the second plane I'm like oh fuck this is terrorism this is not an accident yeah, and then yeah. we find out everything else that went on, and yeah, that that was an yeah, insane one. Yeah, yeah. There, there's so many conspiracy theories about that too. Um, you know, I mean, I I listen to all of them, and the problem yeah. the problem is is uh, how are how are we ever going to really find out? I we're not. Uh, something interesting that I did find out though, I was listening to a radio show, and did you know that as of last year? They declassified JFK murder, and they said that the CIA was involved. Definitely, and just yeah, I, I, I've been listening to, like I said, I've been catching up on a lot of your old podcasts. Yeah, common and knowledge. I, I've been listening, and, and I'm finding out a lot more. Yeah, that, I'll tell you what. In my preparation to do this show tonight, uh huh, I, I knew there was one show that I had to go back and listen to, and I did that today, Mark. What was it? You, you have got to get Deep Sky back on this. Uh, yeah, I know. That we can't, dude is amazing. We can't find him. I think he went what? back to California. I texted him, and he never did respond, and he got freaked out because we wanted to take his yeah. picture for the podcast. Yeah, then I, I, I heard that. Yeah, then after that, it was completely. he was completely different. So I don't yeah. know what he was into or nothing, but after yeah, I'm like, hey man, can we take a picture for the podcast? He goes, um, um, no, I really don't want that. And then yeah, after I, that, I he actually, excused himself. I actually got to hear that. I have three hours of it on a computer that I cannot get started. It locked wow. up on me. I know. I need to find a way to get that hard drive and harness that three hours of deep sky that we got. Because there was some brilliant shit on there. He's talking about stuff that I've known about for years. About how advertisers use subliminal hypnotism to advertise to you. It's like flashes, sequence of flashes of light and numbers and numerology and the occult. There's all this stuff that's involved that they've been doing for years to sell to people. And it's really, really... uh, um, Oh, what would you call it? Um, uh, Dark, um, nefarious. um. I I mean, it was really interesting because I started off with a good friend of mine that was telling me about this, and I was just going, yeah, you know what, yeah, it could happen. But then I started examining it and reading it and seeing some of the videos out, and they're showing how they piece it together and the stuff that they put together. I'm like, man, you know what? That is, that's real. It's actually fitting. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. So, is. yeah, I'd love to get Deep Sky back on. And Deep Sky, if oh you even God. listen, which you probably don't, please, what? please come by the city market. Come by and talk. We, you have our number. I, I mean, 
I still have yours. I called it enough times. Um, you know, I, I don't think you have the same number. I think you would have responded, but man, we want you on so bad, dude. I mean, that guy was Big gold. Rab Rob, Rab Rob is wanting you here. Just yes. Get here. We, we need to hear more of you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that guy is excellent. And, 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 and like like you said, Mark, you and Topher always say, any of the guests, anything you guys say, it's our opinions. Yes, yes. We do research on some of it. A, a lot of it is... our opinions. Yeah, a lot of it's parody. We do a lot of parody on here, you know, like yeah, Clown yeah. Nose or fucking, yes, you know, yeah. Calling Us, whatever, uh, yeah. Island of Horrible Jokes. Look, what yeah. what me and Topher aim to do was the uh, morning show of the past that we miss so much. And right. that is the the freeform hot talk satirization of adult male. Just, right. you know, farts, dicks, whatever. You know, just stuff like that. Stuff that makes us laugh. We don't want anything, you know, we can go into serious ob- subjects, and we have. But we just want to right. do stuff, just stupid shit. You know, I think yeah. the only one left, and even he's not the same, is Johnny Dare. You know, he'll still get raunchy and say some things, but um, uh, Bubba the Love Sponge, he still does it. I mean, but uh, none of these shows are like they were. It's like the corporations neuter them, and if they don't yeah. neuter them, then they're going to get neutered somehow or way by lawsuits or something. And the uh, thing is, is, you know, like... Bubba Love Sponge is pretty much, I mean, he makes all his money from the internet now. He doesn't really make it from FM radio. There's no money right. in it. Nobody really does FM right. radio. So well, just, like, just like Howard Stern. Yes, he, he Howard was. Stern bolted to Sirius, but Stern yeah, yeah. Stern is horrible anymore. Man, oh, you know. Yeah. I, I, I can't stand listening. I, I never have. Yeah. Uh, back before, I liked certain elements of his show because he had like Captain Jenks with call in and prank these idiots and the idiots i mean the media captain jenks was so good because he would bamboozle the media every fucking time i mean like uh, princess diana you know i remember he like called into a british news show and he's like yeah and he goes um yeah i have it you know diana was her last words was i want howard stern's private parts movie and and then about that time (laughs) and then you hear the british guy go or actually, I think it might have been like Peter Jennings or something. He goes, what was that again? So you're saying that she wanted, she was racing to get Howard Stern's Private Parts movie? And that's what happened? And he didn't get it yet. And then finally you hear him go, what? And then all of a sudden it clipped and cut out. And he comes back and goes, um, you know, obviously that was a fake phone call. She was not on her way to get that guy's movie. And and he'd done this to everybody. I mean, any, you know, like uh, planes fucking crash in, train crash. He'd find a way to get in and act like a uh, guy that was on the spot. You know, yeah, I was sitting there eating Doritos and I saw the passenger, you know, um, Watching Howard yeah. Stern's private parts, <laughs> he crashed. You know, he would always insert Howard Stern or private parts or something like that in the whole thing, and half the time people would not get it because they're so busy thinking of what they're going to say next that they go, "Oh, okay, yeah. thank you. Yeah, boy, that's a good piece of information." And they never did analyze information they just heard. You know, they're they're trying to keep it cool and keep going, and it's live radio, yeah. so they're already lost. So anyhow, so but that that radio is what we miss, and right. look, we're right. never going to get it as good as they did. We don't have the budget, we don't have the voice guys, and we probably don't have the talent. But you know, I mean, we're doing something. We're doing our own version of it, and the people that like it like it, and the people that don't, that's fine. You know, Ooh, uh, we're not. I love it. Oh, I good. It. Thank you. We're not out to. Um, you know, make a living even, or really any money at all. We enjoy this. This is what we love to do. And uh, and it's pretty neat going down the road and listening to yourself on your own show. Yeah, and uh, we're at that age, we need to. We, we need to do something that we love, that we enjoy at our age. Mm-hmm. You, you know, know we, need a, we need a hobby. Yeah, you know, I mean, the radio has been my best friend ever since I was a little kid. 
You know, oh, yeah. I'd, I'd be oh, sitting yeah. out oh, in the yeah. backyard with nothing to do, and I'd be listening to Royals game on AM radio. There'd be a thunderstorm off in the distance, and I could hear the crackle of the AM radio. And then yeah. after that, I'd turn it to WHB, 710 yeah. at the time, and listen to yeah. Johnny yeah. Dolan and, um, and people like that. And I, I mean, it's just magical when I was growing up and listening to these voice guys. And I remember um, yeah. the first time I realized you could be anything you wanted to on radio was um, yeah. I, met, I saw Dick Wilson. Uh, he was at a car show and he has yeah. this big booming voice, Dick and Jay. And he's like, hey, there's Dick Wilson yeah. and I'm at KY 102. Yeah. And I see him, he's a short, bald guy. Nothing wrong with that, but he looked nothing like he sounded. I expected. I expected this six yeah. foot four, tall, chiseled, handsome guy. I'm like, what? That's Dick Wilson? Yeah. What? I, no way. <laughs> and then after that, I mean, I still loved him, but I just always knew he didn't look like he sounded. Right. He had right. a voice yeah. for radio, or, or he had that, a face that, for radio. That That's always depressing when you find that out. Yeah, yeah. But he was really cool, though. I went by and said, hey, man. He wasn't even with Dick and Jay at the time. He moved on. I yeah. forgot where he went afterwards, like KCMO maybe or something. He's doing the radio show, the morning show there, and a different form of it, not with Jay. But I remember seeing him, uh, you know, and, uh, and uh, you know, I said, hey, how you doing? And he was, like, really polite, really nice, and, you know, and actually talked to me for a little bit. So he's a, a really good guy. He just does yeah. not look yeah. like he sounds. Right. So, anyhow. Um, oh, you know what? Hey, I was in the middle of a story, so like me and Topher always have done, this thing gets out of hand and we start talking about everything else except we're, what we're supposed to. I told you, I was prepared for that because I know me and you. Oh, yeah, I knew it too. Like, like, so. like I said, I, I just hope Topher ain't too mad at us when he comes back. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. He'll be fine. You know what? I mean, I'm keeping the show going, and uh, yeah. and uh, that's all I'm doing is just keeping the show going. It's very much me and Topher's show, yeah. and it and yeah, it's never yeah, going to leave is, that. Yeah, is. yeah. I'm keeping the show going, and I was doing a little bit of a solo cast there for a while, mixed in with old stuff. But there's only so much yeah. of that you can do. And the thing I about the thing about doing a show on your own is you got to come up with twice, if not three times, of the material. Because it's right. just you. You know, you can't sit there and play the other guy and go, hey, yeah, but uh, was it stuck to his ass? <laughs> I don't know, man. You know, you don't, you don't have that other guy chiming in and taking away, you know, taking away some minutes from you. So you can right. only go into a subject so much and then you got to give it up and go to something else. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah you, do. yeah, you can't analyze it as deep. You don't have that other person, like, you know, hearing what you're saying and then going, mm, I don't know, man, I hear what you're saying. You know, that opposing. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, anyhow, okay. So, a man shoots his roommate um, over eating the last Hot Pocket. A man in Kentucky, imagine that, Kentucky, can you believe that? <laughs> Was arrested after allegedly shooting his roommate in the buttocks. That's even better. He shot him in the yeah, butt <laughs> after eating the last hot pocket, according to police. <laughs> I'm telling you, Ozarks are written all over it. Well, I mean, you know, the Boot Hill's right next to Kentucky, right? Right, it is. I think one escaped over. <laughs> I, I think one of the I think one of the Ozarkians fucking skipped over the border, just jumped over the Mississippi and got into Kentucky. Oh, yeah, they, there's a bridge. Yeah, there's a bridge. You're right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Clifton, Clifton Williams, 64. He's 64 years old, and he did this. <laughs> Was arrested and charged with second-degree felony assault after police say he and his roommate got into an argument over the frozen food item on Saturday night. As detailed in a citation from Louisville Metro, Metro Police Department, the victim claims William got mad <laughs> he he ate the last hot pocket. At which point, Williams began throwing tiles at his roommate. Tiles. <laughs> you imagine fucking ceramic. I I imagine they're ceramic tiles because I don't think anything else would throw very well, would it? No, probably not. <laughs> That's even better. So he probably knocked the piss out of him with ceramic tiles. <laughs> you imagine getting hit with one of those heavy bastards. Oh man! That fucking yeah! That leave a that leave a fucking scar. Yeah, 
would. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so, anyhow, um, he began throwing tiles down. The roommate attempted to fight back, but decided to leave instead. And when Williams went inside and grabbed a shotgun, the roommate was able to run away for help after he was shot in the buttocks with a shotgun by his roommate after getting pelted with tiles. <laughs> that guy really loves Hot Pockets. Uh, yeah, he does. He does. <laughs> I, man, yeah. Uh, you know, the best stories around, you can't write. The best stories are truth, not fiction. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes, they are. There's just some stories you just cannot make up. Uh, well, here's another one from Marion, Illinois. A Southern Illinois man has been charged with theft for allegedly stealing a backhoe to drive about 10 miles to an airport to catch a flight, authorities said. <laughs> he, he stole a backhoe to get to the airport 10 miles away. Security camera footage shows a Carbondale man arriving at Veterans Airport of Southern Illinois' And, and I actually been to that airport before. It's very small, and yeah. I I could only imagine a uh, a backhoe going through there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so anyhow, what I imagine he had to steal it the night before to get there. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's what they, I think. They don't move that fast. The parking lot's really small. The airport's really small. Um, there isn't very many airlines there. I, I think it's like Delta, United, and maybe American, and maybe Alaskan or something. I, I, it's not very many airlines. It's like four or five airlines, and that's it. And it's probably just four. It's probably not five. And, and it's just, it's a really small airport. So driving a backhoe there in the lot would, you know, well, I don't know. Maybe people thought he was getting ready to do work on the parking lot. I don't know. Security camera footage shows a Carbondale man arriving at Veterans Airport in Southern Illinois atop a backhoe and leaving it at the airport parking lot Thursday. The Williams, uh, the Williamson County Sheriff's Office said. So he just drove it up and left it. Footage captured the man walking across the street from the lot to the airport carrying a guitar case. The Sheriff's Office said. So he's carrying a guitar case. Guitar case and that's it. Okay. This guy was crackers and crayons. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, stealing backhoe to get there. Yeah. Yeah. Funny. Yeah. But doing it with a guitar. Yeah. He's nuts. A guitar case. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The owner of the backhoe arrived at the airport a short time later and identified the equipment uh, belonging to the company he owned. The man was arrested and is unknown if he bailed himself out or not. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, when you say that, that's just another, uh, I would say that that is probably, um, I would say there was some hardcore drugs involved. Yeah. I'm wondering that too. I mean, I don't think you just, yeah. I, uh, crackers on crackers and crayons is one thing. But um, hardcore drugs is another. Stealing yeah, a backhoe I mean, to me would indicate hard drugs, not crackers and crayons. Yeah. Right, right. You know, crackers and crayons, you'd think he'd be like drooling on himself in the corner or screaming at a wall, like Miss Golfenstein down there at the, uh, at the city market. Yeah, I, she, I hear her from time to time. She is really mad at one mall, wall. She hates that wall. I don't know what that wall done to her, but man, I'll tell you what, one of these days she's going to knife that wall. If I was that wall, if I was that wall, I would be rest- I would be filing restraining orders against her. It may have to. Yeah, yeah, she's furious at that wall, and she won't give it up. And man, is she not loud on the podcast when she walks by? Yeah. Oh my yeah. God, she drowns me and Topher out, and we're right next to the microphone. I bet. I bet. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's squelching and everything else. Yeah, yeah, so, um, anyhow, earlier, you know, we were talking about Harry, you know, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, our, we were. yeah, old yeah, Harry. old Harry, um, 
I don't know if we want to say his last name or not. I don't know exactly. Uh, no, no. Let's, uh, yeah. Uh, circumstances. Let's just leave the last name out. Yeah, yeah. We will, man. God uh, rest respect. his soul. Out, out of respect. respect. We we love the hell out of him. He's no longer with yes, us. We did. Um, yes, we did. But Harry was certifiably insane when he showed up yes. to school where I went to school at in uh, junior high. There, he had his in, he had his papers from the insane asylum. And he went around and showed everybody, hey, look, man, I just got out of the asylum. Nobody really yeah. knew him because he just, you know, he, he just he just moved to that school district and he just got out of the, uh, the booby hatch and, uh, and showed up. And, yeah. and Harry was the most off-the-wall, nutty person. He would, make, he would make people like me and Davey look tame. Yeah, he would. He, he would, would do the most off-the-wall shit just for no reason. So, anyhow, I got a couple of stories here about good old Harry. So, yeah, I, I, I met Harry when you drug him into Jess and Jim's. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he went to work with us. Yes. <laughs> and then, and then, we, then we got to hanging out after work and, you know, yeah. Uh, I remember whenever a boss would get mad at him. And he would sit there and look him in the eyes real gentle. And he'd go, you know, your eyes light up whenever you're angry. <laughs> They're very intense and beautiful. That, that had to have been Jim. <laughs> that was that one of them. <laughs> yeah. And they get Jim. flustered. They'd be like, and, and then go and clean that off. And he'd go, you're just, your eyes are just so beautiful. Can you, <laughs> can you keep screaming at me? <laughs> Uh, no one would know. No one would quite know what to do uh, with Harry because he was so off the wall. You didn't know what he did. I mean, you did not. What remember? We were uh, we were having a party down at Blue Ridge Inn. I don't know if you're there that night. We went to White Castle to go get our I White Castle. Yeah, and run around naked and you know until we got caught. Well, almost got caught that one night. Yeah, I had to hide in a doghouse. I had to hide in a doghouse for about six hours. And uh, anyhow, I'll get to that story one of these days. Uh, anyhow, um, Harry jumped off the side of the bridge on 71 Highway there, right? Okay, oh, the, the Blue Ridge. And it looked, like yeah. he, he, it looked like he jumped in the middle of the highway. But what we didn't realize, the, uh, the bridge was so wide, there was like embankment and grass below there that you could yeah, jump yeah. on and not really hurt yourself. But it was really close to the edge of the highway. So he'd jump off of there. And he'd go, oh, that's it. I'm done. I'm leaving. And he jumped off of him. And was like, ah! And we run over there. And he's down there sitting there looking up at us going, ha, ha, ha. And, uh, and he, you had to have been there, though, because it looked so realistic. Because it looked like he's right in the middle of the freeway. It looked like where he jumped. And, it looked like something out of a movie. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. So he would do shit like that, or I mean, I'm, I mean, I, I can't even count all the shit he did. But anyhow, this one was really fun. I call it fun with break rooms. So Harry was a fantastic friend of mine and Rob's in in, uh, in my sweet youth. Sadly, he is no yeah. longer with us. Harry was one one guy that could out crazy me, like we said, if he wanted to. But, you yeah. know, sometimes Harry didn't feel like it. And you'd go, oh, hey, you know, Harry's insane. And he'd just be like, calm, hey, what's up? No, he, he had his moods. Yes, he did. he did. And whenever he wasn't insane, we'd tout how insane he was, and he'd make us look like idiots. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, it's bad when you can make Davey look bad. Yeah, yeah. Harry was the one guy that could uh, out-crazy me. So uh, uh, him and I, Harry and I were going to get some uh, night train. Remember that stuff? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the horrible cheap rock gut wine that's literally it was a buck twenty five a bottle. Right. And we didn't even drink it because it's cheap. We drank it because the bottle looked horrible. Yeah. It, it had like a train fucking derailing and fucking blood everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and it was green. <laughs> and we would be fucking gulping this shit down, and, and they would just. People would be going, oh, my God. And we were, like, touting it as the best stuff ever. This stuff is delicious. And, man, anyhow, people drink it and, like, try to throw the bottle at us and shit. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Here, have a drink. It's awesome. It's like you don't like this. You're insane. This stuff was so. It was so. This stuff was so horrible that Guns N' Roses wrote a song about it. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, yep. they did. So half the way to the liquor aisle, Harry grabs my shirt and says, "Come on." I'm like, "Huh? What? You know what the fuck?" So he takes me to the back break room, and this is at Price Chopper, and we sit down with the employees. And they're all just sitting there, like, watching TV and talking to each other, right? Some of them have a snack. Some have a full-blown meal because it's their lunch break and stuff. And Harry stands up and says to the break room, he goes, Good day, everyone. I'm Gilbert from Corporate. This is our new employee, Mark. He will be taking over our GM duties starting next month. Could I get a round of applause for Mark? Everyone applauded me, and I'm just sitting there... Yeah, I'm like a, I'm like in a fucking Aussie shirt or something, <laughs> and like I have always, yeah, long hair. yeah, and long hair, and they're all clapping, going, "Hey, welcome, Mark, welcome. You're gonna like this store. We're so friendly," and, and I'm like astounded. I'm like, "Huh? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes. I can't wait to work with you people." And I'm just saying shit like that, going, "Yeah, we're gonna make this store the best, aren't we?" And Harry's up there bragging on me and, and and just talking all this shit, going, yeah. And then we're going to come up with a new race system. We're going to figure out how to fairly compensate you guys. And uh, and we have a lot of exciting things going on, like we've got a car program going on and all this shit to help you folks a buy car a car. Program. Yeah, and they're all excited. So I'm sitting there mortified. I was actually speechless at first. Everyone applauded me because they thought, you know, I was their new boss, you know, so they're kissing yeah. ass. We, we were in T-shirts and jeans, you know. And so, anyhow, but the people didn't seem to notice that because when we walked in, Harry was so, like, uh, um, convinced and forceful about it that everyone, no one questioned it, you know. So Harry walks around and gets everyone's name and tells them there's a gift card up front for them at the end of their shift. <laughs> <laughs> So Harry, oh, Harry gets up and excuses us, and I quickly get in front of him because I'm certain they're going to catch up with us and, like, fucking hit us or something. I was certain that someone's going to come in and go, we don't have a new GM. Those guys are fucking lying. Yeah. You know, we got our night train, and we split laughing all the way fucking to Longview Lake. <laughs> We're going to Longview Lake to fucking slam the night train and fucking do stupid shit, right? Every down there laughing, going, I can't believe it, man. I said, you know what? That's the fucking, that's the Belton Price Chopper. That's one I always go to. I can't go there anymore. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so I had to start going to another store I, where the night train was higher because I was afraid <laughs> to go in there because they're going to go, there's a guy, that's the guy that lied to us. He said it was our new GM, you know. <laughs> so I couldn't go in there anymore. <laughs> so uh, next up, this is, I don't know, a couple weeks later. So next uh, up, Harry and I went to HQ. Yeah. yeah. You remember yeah. HQ? Well, they're, store, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They were the first yeah. home improvement yeah, company. Yeah. Yeah, they well, were before... Used to be. Yep. They were before Home Depot and Lowe's. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and they were also um, up there near Bannister Mall on the other side of the bridge. Right, yeah, they, yeah, they were. Yeah, they had, a, they had a few locations. They had quite a few, actually. And then they bought Builder Square, but when they bought Builder Square... They assumed so much debt that the whole company folded, and then Home Depot came up and took a spot. Yeah. But we were in HQ, and uh, anyhow, so what we were doing is um, uh, we were looking for plastic tubing to make dry ice bombs. <laughs> so we're sitting there, you know, okay. uh, I know we didn't look like plumbers, and people are very suspicious why we wanted plastic tubing, you know, so... Hey, yeah, we're sitting there, you know. Yeah, we need some plastic tube, and we got to replace some uh, some pipe and stuff. And they're asking us all these questions. We don't know how to answer because we're not plumbers. Right. Uh, no, no, no. We just uh, need the regular casing. I don't, you know. You're talking about millimeter casing and thickness and and the transitions and, and all this stuff. And we're like, ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah. We just need some straight pipe. That's all. Yeah, we're just gonna. Uh, you know, uh, we're. Uh, it's. It goes in the ground. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah. So Harry once again he grabs my shirt and he says, "Come on," and he found the store break room in the back. Only this time, there was free food and cake because the manager was leaving. 
Uh-oh. Yep. Uh-oh. So Harry says to them that him and I were hired on to do maintenance. We both got cake and burgers and hot dogs and told everybody that we would uh, see them the next day. Yeah. And uh, anyhow, it, it was funnier in hell because no one questioned that either. You know, we're just kind of like, yeah, uh, yeah, we're uh, we're scheduled to start tomorrow, so we'll see y'all. We look forward to looking to you. What's your name, Bill? Okay. Oh, Janet. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, you'll yeah. see us here. We're going. To, I think we started what eight. And Harry's going. Yeah. I, I think the schedule said eight o'clock. And some guys over there looking at the wall, going, "I'll see you on the schedule." I go, oh well, it's going to be on the new rewritten one. We just got hired. Oh. Okay. Okay. So, so, so we almost got busted. So, hey, uh, little did we know there's a schedule sitting right behind us. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so anyhow, that was pretty fucking funny. Um, and Harry used to do that shit. That was only a couple of examples. He used to do that shit all the time. And, and yeah, and and uh, he used to screw with Sam, the security guard, with us at uh. At a uh, Bannister Mall, he used to. Everybody screwed with Sam. Oh, he used to jump up and kiss him in the lips. Sam would get oh, so I, mad. I bet. Oh I man, bet. Sam would get so fucking perturbed. Oh, he gets so mad. Here you go. I uh, love we, you. <laughs> we used to, I used to just run up behind him and goose him and keep running. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he gets so fucking pissed. He, he couldn't catch it. He, no, he, I know. He couldn't catch it. <laughs> Yeah, he was awesome, man. Yep. Um, I hope he knows in the afterlife how much fun we have talking about him. Yes. And his yes. crazy he, shit. He, well, on, on one of your podcasts just recently, you started talking about how guys, are, men, more men our age, are into nostalgia. Yes. And that right there, my friend, is nostalgia. Sam. Yes. Yeah, the stuff yeah, that we look that we remember that nobody else would know, you know. This is uh um that's why I called it my sweet childhood is because it was so much fun. It was so magical. Every day was a new experience. We didn't have any type of duties at all really. All we really right, need to right. do is find up find a way to feed ourselves, you know, brush our teeth, scrub our asshole. Um, try yeah. to make sure our clothes are clean and then just go do whatever. You know, we go to yeah. work and everything. We're responsible. But, yeah. you know, it, it was, you know, we all had time to get our life together after that. But we weren't the early right. birds on that. We were the ones that were just having fun, just coasting through life for a while. You know, I didn't yeah. get hung, yeah. hung up on, oh, I got to dedicate myself to this education. I was like, you know what? I'll do that later. Right now, I'm going to have some fucking fun. I learned better hands-on anyway. I'm, I'm oh, me too. Me too. That's why I'm I was always, I was a trade school guy. I was never a college guy. I was always on the job training. But I, you know, at my I old, learned by doing it. At my old job, I made more than most of the people that I knew that went to college. The two right, people right. I know that made uh, more money than anyone, anyone that we knew that went to college was my friend Brian, that we started the lawn business, you know, and uh, yeah. and he does very well oh, at it. Yeah, Brian. Brian. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yep. And uh, he still does the lawn business, and he's got a big tree business. He does very well. He did not go to college. And uh, no, no, he didn't. Yeah. And uh, me, I didn't go to college. And uh, I used to make a pile of money at my old job. But I'm glad I'm no longer there for a lot of reasons. Um, uh, in my opinion, they're horrible people. And I'm glad I'm out of there. I mean. Uh, um, you know, and they were sent sold. And uh, there's a lot of people there that I still care about that I worry about because um, they're going to do them the same way they did me, in my opinion. I think that I was done very dirty because I was older. I got a new knee right. and a hurt shoulder. And they thought they're they're going to find these young guys just come in and do it. Guess what? They yeah. didn't. None of them worked out. They still don't have anyone to do their dirty shit. Right, and me, right. Meanwhile, I'm in another place doing fantastic Already supervising, already doing all these duties, all these duties that have been allotted to me right off the bat, all the trust and uh, and doing so well. And uh, anyhow, you know, I thank them if they meant it well, but they didn't. They're only looking out. They're only being greedy. So I'm not going to thank them, but I'm going to thank God that I'm where I'm at. Right. right, But not them. So 
Yeah. Right. So those people can keep being greedy pieces of shit. That that bald-headed yeah. piece of shit boss that was behind it all, he's going to get what he he gets. Besides that, I know some stuff. A lot of people know some stuff. Isn't right. that right? Isn't that right, buddy? I hope you listen to this. Yeah, anyhow. So, um, anyhow, enough of that. So, right, right. Um, you said that you had some uh, stuff you wanted to go into. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I jogged down a few things. Uh, you, you were on some different action stuff long ago. Uh-huh. Um, in 2010, in to- when Tokyo officials went to congratulate the oldest man in the city on his 111th birthday, mm-hmm. they instead found his skeletal remains in his bed. He'd been dead for 30 years. <laughs> his family had been taking the pension money. Oh, my God. It. Yeah, he'd been laying in the bed for 30 years. <laughs> uh, I, I, just, I just found that funny. Well, the Overland Park, yeah. Overland Park, Kansas, you know, pretty fairly wealthy, right? Yeah. Pretty yeah, affluent yeah. area. Okay. Suburb of Kansas City, just a few yeah. miles from where I live, not very far. Some right. people's uh, grandfather, I believe, been dead for seven years collecting social security and they got a tip that he was in their dead and <laughs> they've been collecting social security for him for seven years and they had him like in a closet or something oh i believe it how do you do that don't don't they stink like hell don't you always like go oh my god one of these days someone's gonna come in here and and like grandpapa is gonna like fall out of the closet and they're gonna go oh shit you know <laughs> I, I don't know. Greed's point, greed's a weird the deal. Neighbors would smell something. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> there's mailmen. Yeah, yeah. There's people, uh, right gas meter people. You know, all these people that have to get kind of personal with your house. And you mean to tell me that nobody could fucking? That, <laughs> yeah. Anyhow. Well, but then again, you know what? A lot of people probably don't get involved. I get it. You know, they think, man, then I'm going to have to go to court, and I'm going to probably be involved in this court case for three years. So they stay out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Um, you got something else? Oh, uh, scientists did turn tequila into diamonds. Really? But by, by heating it to 800 degrees Celsius. No kidding. Yeah. 800 degrees Celsius is, uh, let me think. Yeah, that's pretty damn hot. Yeah, I think about 600 Fahrenheit. 600 degrees. Yeah, Yeah. somewhere around there. Wow. Huh. That's pretty cool. Um, Yeah, well, a a clear liquid, you know, you heat it, it would turn to a solid at one point. Yeah. Well, um, you know, the price of diamonds, well, diamonds aren't really... uh, they're still valued, but not as much as they were because there's people that no. make diamonds now that you can't tell the difference. The only reason you can tell that they're fake diamonds is because they're perfect. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's the only thing yeah, that gives them away. No is diamond it? is perfect. That's what they say. Yeah, yeah. But the ones they're making are too perfect. And so that's the only way they can tell is they're actually better than the real diamonds. Wow. Yeah. And they start mass producing them, the price of a diamond's gonna just fucking fall, I think. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and they, and here's steadily been dropping. Here's another thing too. I was talking to uh Sean, my friend at work, and he's going to call me tomorrow, hopefully, and hopefully we'll do a little podcast there too, because he has some yeah. really interesting subjects. I think you'll like to listen to this. Um some of the subjects that he came up with is really good. And the stuff that you're coming up is really good. And I think I'm going to have like a little rotation of different people and yeah, and yeah. do and do this because um, I like bringing in other points of view. I love your point of view and what you're thinking, what Sean does. But um, we were talking about this, and I brought this up to him because he was talking about diamonds and, and how they make them too perfect. And, you know, and we're talking about the price of gold plummeted and like different reasons. Well, here's what I've always said. People always say, invest in gold, invest in gold. Because what if everything goes to hell? 
If everything goes to hell, don't you want lithium batteries and canned food? What are you gonna do with gold? Yeah. I've never gotten that. I'm like, yeah. I'm not buying. I'm not buying gold because what the fuck are you gonna do with it if shit hits the fan? Yeah, uh, then it's not gonna be worth anything. Yeah, the whole name of the game is stay alive survival. and try to figure something out. Yeah, survival. So, yeah. yeah. So you're gonna want like lithium batteries. You're gonna want. Uh, um, different forms of energy you want to you know like solar you want to have um you want to figure out how to live a life that you can live fairly comfortably uh after shit right. hits the fan you know ways to get food right. or or ways to have food uh hydrated dehydrated food all this stuff i've never gotten the uh the gold craze as a matter of fact i think people use that as a crutch to try to sell gold i think they do too yeah, because I think it's like, well, uh, this is something that's going to only go up in value and never lose value. Well, if the world goes to shit, it has no value. I'm sorry. That can of beans has value. Yeah. Because you're yeah. going to eat that son of a bitch and feel better about everything. Yeah. For a rock, you can go down to a river and find. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So. Or in a cave. Yeah, so I've always I've always contended that I'm like, why the fuck do you want gold? You know what you right. want? Yeah, you uh, you want a surplus of fucking Pepsi somewhere too, right? <laughs> that way you can have like a little fucking nice beverage. You want a surplus of beer somewhere too, right? Uh, yeah, I'm more RC these days. Oh no no no, yeah. that's uh, yeah, me too. I love RC. I've been on RC oh, for a while good. now. Yeah. It's a great well, tasting I, drink. I I drink more Pepsi or the sodas more in the morning and then the afternoon move to tea, and yeah. I notice my stomach isn't as upset. Yeah, I know the the citric acid and the yeah and yeah. Uh, all and the acid. Just and and you guys did a podcast on that too. To yeah, Coke and Pepsi and RCs like right in between. Yeah, I like man and that. And I drank RC growing up, you know. And I, Everybody I did our age. Well, the, uh, the reason I remember it is, uh, uh, you probably listened to the podcast, is they retroed the cans back to the cans when we were young. Yes, they did. Yeah, they did. And, and I want to buy it again. My 18-year-old son hooked on it. He yeah. Pepsi all his life. It's a fantastic soda that had been forgotten about because they changed the can, and the can was very unbecoming. It was really dark blue, but it had an yeah. RC that was, like, really not that legible. It wasn't the yeah. classic round symbol with the famous RC in the middle. It, it was, right. uh, and RC's, RC stands for Royal Crown Cola. Right, right, and right. and it, and it's a fantastic drink, and I suggest everybody try it at least once. And um, there's a soda pop machine down at uh, the city market that I like. It's called KC Soda Company, and they have real sugar RC at times in bottles, and that stuff is freaking delicious. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I I remember buying those as a kid. Yeah, I take oh, my lawn mowing money, and I can buy whatever snack I wanted and soda and keep it in my room. Yeah. As long, you know, as long as I paid for it. Yeah. Know. No, me and Brian had a dynasty around Cleveland there on the lawns. Him and I were getting all the lawns because we were the go-getters. And so finally yeah. we formed a pact. We just did the lawns together and split the money. Right. It was funny because then you had someone to talk to and bullshit with and hang out with while you're mowing. And one day, Brian comes up to me, he goes, you know, you and I have all the lawns in the town. I'm like, yeah. He goes, let's join forces and get all the lawns, and then we'll get all the money, and we'll have fun doing it. I'm like, you're fucking genius, Brian. Let's do that. <laughs> and, and look at him today. Yeah, yeah, look at him. He's doing fantastic. I just talked to him this morning. He's uh, yeah. wanting to book a cruise, and he knows that I know all about cruises, so... I yeah, hooked him up yeah. with a good friend of mine that uh, I mentioned her before. She bailed me out of some shit on my last cruise because Southwest is a fucking evil company and they suck ass in my opinion. Um, Wendy Whitbeck with Travel Masters. Look her up. The best. She saved okay. my ass on Southwest screwing me as hard as they could. And no lube. So, okay. yeah, she is an awesome person too. Had many a drinks with her on the boat. So, anyhow, 
I would say and if you have plans. Val was there. Yeah, Val was there. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You think she's going to let me go do anything like that on my own? You guys have been together too long. Yeah. Oh, she no. Knows. Yeah. It's like, uh, no way, Buster. Ah, there's RC right there I'm drinking. It's good shit. Um, you yeah, know, well, I'm on I'm on tea right now. So. Oh, that's all right. There's nothing wrong with that. And you obviously don't work tomorrow, do you? No, I'm actually off paid tomorrow. Yeah, I'm off tomorrow, too, uh, and paid for Memorial Day. And I have these big beef short ribs that I'm going to slightly braise and then smoke. And I'm hoping by tomorrow about 4 p.m., those things, you can almost put your thumb through them. Oh, wow. I'm going to yeah, make... I've, I've got a... I've got a hickory tender warning. I'm going to... Ooh, smoke. yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I've got this... This was an old recipe that I handed down to me from this um, old black gentleman that I knew. He's a really, really yeah. good guy. He told me one day, he said, Mark, he said, I got the best barbecue sauce around for basting. He said, it's my own family recipe. And he said, it came back from way back in the slave days. He said they have to make they had to make that bullshit that the that the that plantation owners gave us taste good. He said, here it is. And I found that recipe that he gave me, and I'm gonna put some yeah. of that on there, and that shit is fucking fantastic. Oh good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. He's a really good guy. Miss him. He's a he always had some wisdom that you could always use every day. If you just listened uh, to him, if you bothered to stop and talk to him, you got a lot out of it. A lot of people just thought he's some old fool. I love them older gentlemen. Yeah, you can get a lot out That's of him true if you wisdom right there. If if you want, if you wish to get information and find out about everything and really the key to life, talk to an old man that's sitting on his porch. Yep. They yep. will tell you everything because they figured it out. They're sitting on that porch, loving life. They figured it out. They, they've made it through it. Yes. Yep. Uh, and Clifford down the road, he used to do that too. Oh, my God. I'd go out there and uh, he'd always stay busy like he'd build shit. He'd build a rock garden. He'd build a rock fence. All this stuff because he was bored. In his off yeah. time, he liked to stay busy. And then towards the end of the evening when he was getting ready to go in and go to bed, he'd sit out in his little porch there. And I'd just come up, what's the word, Clifford? And he'd just start talking. And one day he showed me all these old um, um, LPs, old Western, yeah. country Western LPs. And they were so cool. He was describing to me where he got them at, where he got them out, um, what they were. He played some of them for me. That was so cool. And he goes, yeah, he goes, listen to this one. This guy is this guy. And uh, he grew up in Western Kansas. And, uh, and anyhow, he played the banjo better than anybody. And then, like, he's telling some other stories, like, this guy could play the fiddle, but he could not keep time. If this guy plays on his own, he's fantastic, but he could not play in a band. And he just had all this information about music, about country western music, the real stuff, and all these old obscure albums that you could not find anymore. And it was so cool. I used to just sit out there. And just listen to him. Just you know, he'd just start talking. And I'd stay there for hours talking to him. So, yeah. you know, stuff like that that I treasure is sadly gone away. Um, and oh, sure. So, anyhow, um, let's get to one of my pranks. Sure. All right. There's another one of Mark's famous pranks. So, uh, in high school, we had two men's restrooms, right? Had one. There is a small school. One on the yeah, east side. Yeah, yours is a little smaller than mine. Quite a bit smaller. And uh, one on the east side and one on the west side. The one on the west side was very dim. It was an add-on and had a very odd lighting system. It consisted of lights on the corners but no overhead center lights. I think it was done on the cheap because the builders forwent any more wiring to add to the cost. So I think they just kept a light on each side, and you couldn't really see yourself peeing that well or nothing. You know, yeah. so there's probably a lot of dribble marks everywhere, I would imagine. So yeah. um, so this being the case, I witnessed a prank at the Kansas City Zoo and had a fantastic idea. 
the zoo's bathroom at the time had urinals, but it was uh, the opposite in there. It had a partial opening. Remember those partial opening bathrooms at the zoo? Um, yeah. Yeah. It, the there wouldn't be a roof in the middle of it. They were uh, they were um, cinder block buildings that you basically had a couple of toilets and a couple of uh, urinals. So yeah. the light yeah. coming in, you know, the the zoo's bathroom had urinals. Um, and so the opening in the roof, uh, the sun was so bright, it was hard to see the urinal, right? So it was the opposite of the one in school. Uh, I was washing my hands when I heard a scream followed by cursing and someone jumping around angry. I looked over and someone had cellophane the urinal. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't see it because with the angle when you walked into the sunlight, you could not yeah. see it for nothing. I mean, it just looked like a regular urinal. It was like fishing line. Yes. Yep. It was wrapped in cellophane and no one could see it. A poor bastard went to piss only to have his urine splashed all over him. Oh, my God. I was amazed at what a fantastic prank. What a fantastic idea. So I come <laughs> into school with this fantastic idea, but I would need accomplices. So I'm like, shit. I go, you know what? I really need to cellophane that fucking... Uh, that middle urinal where it's really, really dark. I really need to cellophane that yeah. bitch, but I don't know how I'm going to do it. So, Jerry was doing a janitor internship for a week as part of career week. So I'm like going, hmm, I bet you Jerry know where there's some cellophane. And furthermore, I think Jerry would help me fucking put that bitch on. <laughs> well, I was right. <laughs> So, I told Jerry this evil idea, and he quickly replied, We have cellophane in the supply room for the kitchen. <laughs> Score! <laughs> so, we, so, suddenly, my brilliant idea was coming to fruition. Jerry grabbed some of the said plastic and stashed it behind the storage bin in the closet of the dim bathroom. So, it's already sitting there in the storage room, already waiting to go into action. Jerry was a lookout when I sprang into evilness. I quickly wrapped the urinal and put it back in its hiding spot. So the cellophane was back in the closet and the urinal was all tightly wrapped. And like I thought, you could not see it because the light was so dim. I was helping Jerry in the hallway, acting like we were trying to fix the roller, uh, the roller broom. Remember those old roller brooms they used to go over the mats with? Yeah. yeah. We, act, we acted like one was broke and we we're sitting there going, hm, hm, you know, looking at it and scratching our heads when the principal decided he actually wanted to use a boy's bathroom instead of his own. Oh. Uh-huh. Well, said, uh, we'll just call him Mr. X, okay? Because yeah. uh, I don't want to get real names involved in this, even to this day. Right. Mr. X went in there to use the bathroom. He comes in, howdy, boys. He used to, say always, he used to always say, howdy, boys. And he talked real fast. goes, howdy, boys. I uh, see so you guys are uh, trying to fix something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we think we got it. Mr. X. Oh, all right. Hey, thanks a lot, boys. We appreciate that. Then he's already zipping down his zipper as he's walking in the in the pisser, right? Well, yeah. all of a sudden, we hear a scream. And uh, next thing we know, he comes out of there all fucking wet. And <laughs> and uh, he first questioned us. And we're like, what? What the fuck are you doing? You know, I, we didn't say fuck. We're like, what are you talking right, about? Right. And we played it off perfectly. We're like... What do you mean? Right. What do you mean it's wrapped? He goes, someone wrapped the urinal. Yeah. What? With a bow? No, 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 with plastic. <laughs> and, and we're sitting there like, play, we play dumb so well. that The um, dumber you play, the better it plays off. Yeah. Yeah, and then finally he gets frustrated and he walks off and he's bound and determined to find out who did it. He put an APB out, but he never did find out who did it because we were the ones that did it. And he already X'd us off because we played too stupid. <laughs> and that was, um, that was a fantastic prank. And Harry wasn't at the school yet when we did that one. So, anyhow, so... May your mother come to talk to you.
and then leave your door slightly ajar so that you may have to get up and close it. Oh Lord, that man just sawed a puppy in half. Hey there, don't worry, I have a clown nose. That drunk guy just hit my child! It is okay. I have a clown nose. Clown nose. Just put one on and you can do anything. Want to run for office? Murder people in public? Just grab a clown nose and bam! Everyone laughs. Clown noses are sold at gag stores online and pedophile conventions. Grab one today and make magic happen. Where'd everybody go? Where the douchebags? Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells. <laughs> <laughs>